0: You are on the journey of business. An entrepreneur and innovator who spent a lifetime of advising from behind the scenes, building businesses through word of mouth and referrals. Now Mike Wolf is ready to share these strategies and business outlook with you. You're here. You're ready for the journey of business with mike wolf what's up everybody welcome back to the journey of business i am mike wolf my guest today is empowering women around the world to think bigger dream grander and manifest more than they ever dreamed possible i want to welcome sandy forrester to the show
1: thank you mike thank you so much for having me i'm excited
0: I'm excited. I'm so glad you're here. I'm thankful for you taking the time today. I know you live in Australia. It's crazy early there. So I appreciate you getting up early and doing this with me today.
1: It's 6.30, but that's not early for me. I wake up
0: at 4.30. So. <laughs> okay, that's well fair. It's early day. for me. I will uh, Yes, I totally understand. Well, that's awesome. So for those who don't know who Sandy is yet, your credentials of success are off the charts, winning International Mentor of the Year, Australian Business of the Year, and Entrepreneur of the Year. So this is gonna be a masterclass today on making you better, so let's get it. So we have so much to cover. Before we start, can you tell everyone a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure, so as you said, I live in a beautiful part of the world in Queensland, Australia on the Sunshine Coast. So I live on in my own beautiful, I like to call it my own divine oasis. It wasn't always like that. I used to be $100,000 in debt and on welfare. And that was like the scariest place to be. Sure. You know, I was making about, well, I was getting about $15,000 a year and that's Australian dollars. So that's like $7,500 US a year to survive on. So I was just going backwards every year and it was really stressful, frustrating. I didn't know how to change things because in my mind, it was like, well, I'm not a business person. I'm just a person who is creative, who just loves doing her own thing. How am I ever going to get out of this debt? And- Very luckily, I discovered the law of attraction and that's when everything changed. So yeah, I feel very blessed that I've been able to create a business around that and that I'm able to actually connect with women all around the world and help them to really break through their money blocks so that they can create a life that they love to.
0: You know, you and I were talking, I am such a huge believer in the law of attraction. I believe this moment took you know, a million miracles to get us right to this place. I'm a firm believer in that. But I also believe that, you know, we kind of put these into existence, if that makes sense. Totally. So it's, it's been a crucial part of my success and probably part of yours, as you mentioned. How would you explain the law of attraction and how has it impacted your journey?
1: Okay. So law of attraction, I love it. Like I'm in love with the law of attraction. Yeah. Of course, that's only one of many laws, but it's the kind of famous one. <laughs> it's the sure. one that everyone knows about. Law of attraction basically is like attracts like and everything in the universe, including us, our thoughts, you know, the chair you're sitting on, the computer you're watching, everything is made up of tiny vibrating energy packets. And, you know, if you put it under the biggest microscope possible, you would see those tiny vibrating energy packets and that energy attracts like energy. So when you think about it, when you have a thought, when you have a conversation, when you spend all your time watching, say, crap on TV, when you're putting all your energy, your thoughts, your emotions, your conversations, your actions all toward, you know, how your situation is if you don't like it or how, how bad things are if you don't want to create that again, you're just creating more of the same because like attracts like. So you really have to be mindful of where you put your energy where you put your focus because you're the one that gets to create your life the way that you want all based on the law of attraction.
0: Right. So let's stick with that for one second. How did you find the law of attraction? So you're in the weeds, right? You're in debt, you're struggling, you're doing everything that you feel like you can do to make it happen. What's the, what's the shift? What what took you to that place where you're like, okay, hang on a second. I think there's something here.
1: <laughs> so I guess for me it was, as you say, I was in the weeds. I was further than the weeds. I was in quicksand. It was like, it was no fun. $100,000 in debt and on welfare no idea what I could do, didn't have any skills, no connections, no,
0: yeah. no
1: way to kind of change where I was. But what I did love, I was really drawn to personal development. I was really drawn to positive thinking, which is kind of the step below law of attraction, just thinking positive. Sure. And so I was really drawn to that. And I really just wanted to, you know, I couldn't get my hands on enough books and audios and really learning about all of that. And I just, I think more than anything, it took me into this place where when I'm, living my life and I'm $100,000 in debt and I'm really stressed and frustrated and angry and embarrassed and ashamed and all the, all the bad emotions. Instead, right. when I began to think more positively, I just felt more like there was the opportunity for things to change. There seemed like there was more possibility in my life. But then when I went the next step and discovered the law of attraction and I actually discovered that simply through a course that was being sold And I actually got into that business of selling that particular course. And that opened my eyes up to, there is more than just thinking positively. There is this law, the law of attraction, which we're really lucky that we live in this day and age because they're actually able to validate it through quantum science and through neuroscience that we have the ability through our brain to create our world, but Discovering that there was this law of attraction, and if I focused on what I truly wanted in my life, then I could change my life. And that just blew my mind. Like, think about it. $100,000 in debt. I'm renting a house. My whole worry was always that they're going to kick me out. They're going to put the rent up. I'm not allowed to put a nail in the wall and put up a picture. You can't make it your own. I had a car that when it rained, it leaked so much that a plant used to grow in the back seat. So like, living in that life and then suddenly being yeah. told, focus on what you want. Think about what you want. Put your energy on what you want. And so instead, spending my time thinking about having a beautiful house that I owned, having a swimming pool to swim in, having a car that went all the time, every time I started, being able to travel, yeah. being able to go to the gym, being able to buy fresh flowers, focusing on that that just lit me up that just excited me so much that so why wouldn't I do that instead of focusing on how my situation actually was and so I completely immersed myself in the law of attraction and things began to change like it's just like it's like magic it's just a miracle the way if you really embrace the law of attraction how things can change and how your life can completely transform.
0: You know, I I always try and tell, you know, some of the students that I lead and and people that I talk to and and mentor and coach, you know, the law of attraction is huge, but positive thoughts are very important as well. You know, I mean, you've got to speak positive things into your life, over your life, over your family, over what you want. Write those down, set those goals, you know, manifest those things into, into action because I do firmly believe in that. And, you know, like a lot of those younger people think that's more like new age, you know, like it's it's crazy right it doesn't make sense but the proof is there so like you know what you can't you can't tell me that it doesn't exist i guess is what i'm trying to say
1: yeah totally and and i was actually in a a room in clubhouse when it first came out and i just jumped in there to find out what's going on and i've in a room with quantum physicists and i was thinking that they were going to be talking you know law of attraction They weren't. They were talking stuff that completely went over my head. I didn't know what they were going on about it. My mind was just like, but I kept thinking, surely there's going to be a little snippet in here where they talk about something. And one of them said something that just stuck with me and just excited me so much. They said that we do live in the most amazing time where it used to be that spirituality and science, you know, the metaphysical and science were completely separate. And now they're converging and science is just so excited that they can actually see that these principles, the things that have been around since ancient times, that we've all really forgotten, that it's just been kind of uh, educated out of us, suddenly they're able to validate it all and we're living in a time where, you know, amazing things are going to be happening in the next few years because we're actually learning how to control our life and our future.
0: Yeah, it's almost as if you can program it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you can almost program where you want to be and where you want to go. So I I think that's incredible. I'm definitely going to get more on the neuroscience in a second, but I definitely, while we're kind of on this, mindset plays such a huge role in those weeds when you're in the weeds or when you're struggling or where you, you know, in a job you hate or all of these people that I talk to that that listen to the show or or that I know they're battling something, right? That's holding them back from meeting that next place they really want to go. Yeah. What are your thoughts on mindset? Because I know how important it is to have a healthy and balanced place in a mindset there. What are some tips that you'd recommend to keep people in that space?
1: Yeah. Mindset is everything. Like you can be, as you say, in a job you don't like, your uh, business is failing, a marriage that stinks. You can be in all of that and your mindset will either improve that or make it worse. And right. mindset... Like, honestly, I mean, that's my thing. That's what I teach. So mindset is everything.
0: Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah.
1: But the bottom line is no matter what your situation, no matter where you are, no matter what's happening in your life, too many people, and this is just what we do because we don't know any different at the start, Right. We focus on it. We think about it. We think about all the problems and what we're going to do and and how how we're struggling and how we don't like this about that person or we don't like this about our situation or our job, or blah, 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 blah. It's all thinking about right. how the situation sure. is. But what people have got to understand is when you think about how the situation is and you don't like it, you are then in that moment emitting an energy out into the universe that's saying, this is important to me. I'm focusing on it. I'm putting my energy on it. I'm I'm really putting everything I have into this. Right. And the universe is saying, Oh, very important to you. I will bring you more of the same. I will bring you more of yeah. this. I'll bring you more of a job you don't like. I'll bring you more of failure in business. I'll bring you more of a crappy relationship. So we've right. just got to become mindful. We've just got to think about where we put our energy, what we're thinking about, what we're talking to ourselves about. Because you might think, well, I'm just thinking to myself. It doesn't make any difference. No, it does. It absolutely makes yeah. a difference. You're emitting an energy out into the universe and you can now attract the same back to you. So it's just becoming mindful to start with. It's yeah. like anything at the start. Just become aware of what you are thinking about, what conversations you are having with yourself or with others, uh, what you're spending time watching on TV, what you're reading, you know, what podcasts yeah. you're listening to. If you are listening to this, you're on the right track. But the bottom Come line on. is, you know, too many people are just completely, they wonder why their life is like it is, but they're just continually creating it over and over and over again by continually focusing right. on how things are. So, and, and that's tricky at the start. When I was $100,000 in debt and on welfare, very hard to ignore that. Like very hard to think about being a millionaire and being wealthy and and having this great life. But I knew that that was the answer. And so that's what I spent my time doing. And didn't mean to say that there weren't days where I just completely was immersed and and drowning in my sea of unhappiness about how things were. But I continually turned it around, continually turned around, continually turned around and focused on what I wanted and everything changed
0: it's like a Mel Robbins thing where it's like, you know, you have a five second rule, you know, you give yourself that five seconds to kind of have that conversation with yourself, high five yourself and get back in the game and be
1: exactly. right back at it. it. Cause we're human. We're going to have those moments where we are yeah. having a bit of a pity party and we are, sure you know, down on ourselves or on our life or whatever, but you've got to keep turning it around. It's just like, you know, I, I used to be an aerobics instructor. So way back in the day, I used to teach aerobics and teach gym and all that sort of thing. And, and, I always like to give people stories around that because it just makes more sense to them. So imagine that you're really overweight and that you want to get fit, you want to get healthy, and so you start by becoming aware of what it is you're actually eating and what you're doing, what you're drinking and how you're moving. So when you are in that place where you want to create more abundance in your life, you've got to become aware of where you are now and what you're doing around money, what you're thinking around money, the actions you're taking around money. And so then when you want to get fit and healthy, you start to eat better. You start to go to the gym. But there's going to be days where you don't go to the gym and you eat, you know, a big slice of chocolate cake. Does that mean that everything's all over? No. It just means that the next day you make better choices and you take different actions. Same with manifesting. You're never going to be perfect. But it's about being mindful every day of where you are and what you're thinking and the actions you're taking right. and just making better choices and things will change. It's like anything. You've got to be consistent and you've got to be persistent.
0: No, that's so good. I wanna jump into talking about the neuroscience. I wanna talk about the quantum physics. It's way above my pay grade. It's right in your wheelhouse. This is right where this is right where you you're all in for this. Can you talk a little bit about that and how it changes lives, or it should be changing lives and will in the future?
1: Yeah. And as I said, we live in an amazing time where science is validating the mysteries of the brain, the mysteries of the universe. Sure. And so when it comes to quantum science, so just imagine for a moment that just beyond where you're sitting, I mean, you're actually in it, but just imagine just beyond you're sitting, there's this field. Sure. And in that field is everything you could ever want, everything you could dream of, everything that you want to experience, everything you want to be and do. It's all there waiting for you. That's the quantum field. But there's not only good stuff in the quantum field. There's everything you don't want in the quantum field. At the quantum field, right. the ability to create out of that quantum field, out of the metaphysical is endless. So we as this vibrating energy packet because that's what we are all these little cells just vibrating we have a thought and it goes out into the quantum field and people think well i'm always having thoughts how come i don't have what i want like i'm thinking about money how come i don't have what i want well right it all comes down to we're also that energy is also amplified with emotion and so when you have a thought and you marry it with a very strong emotion and you consistently put it out there it becomes like a like a radio wave going out into the quantum field sure and then it picks up that similar energy or vibration and brings it back into your world so when it comes to the quantum field and and your brain and neuroscience you've got to understand that we have this part of our brain. It's kind of at the base of the neck. It's just where the sort of the skull meets your neck. There's this little gateway. Okay. And it's called the reticular activating system. And this is a really great and simple explanation. And I think people, when they, when they understand it, they realize, oh my gosh, okay, now I get it. So we've got this gateway because think about it for a moment. If I was to say, if someone said to me right now, so I'll give you an example, said to me, what can you see right now? If I had to list every single solitary thing that I can see, if I had to process it, that all, like every single thing, my brain would explode because right. I would say, Well, I see a computer sure. and I can see a picture and I can see a light and I can see lights on the ceiling and there's a ceiling and there's a fan and there's a, I can see a barley hut and I can see a swimming pool and I can see a tree and I can see a little dog and I can see, candles and i can see palm and i can see water and right. i can see bugs and i can see and then if i went just to the tree i can see a tree and there's different shades of brown and yellow and green and there's flowers and there's spider webs and there's droplets of dew and, and like on and on like your brain literally yeah if it had to process sure. everything it couldn't cope so we right. have the reticular activating system that filters out everything that isn't important to us so How do we decide what's important, what we focus on? So what happens is if I am constantly thinking about my money worries, how I don't have enough to pay the bills because this is where I lived for many years, how I don't have enough to pay the bills, where am I going to get more money from, how how am I going to get ahead, is this how my life is going to be forever? When I'm constantly focusing on that, I'm telling my reticular activating system, which is feeding to my subconscious, these are the things that are important to Sandy. So make sure when she goes out into the world, when she goes on the internet, when she makes a phone call, when she reads something, when she has conversations with people, make sure that that's what she experiences because that's so important. Money worries, not right. having enough, blah, blah, blah. Sure. So when you understand that, it's like, well, hang on a minute. If we get to program our subconscious as to what we can actually see out in the world. Yeah then why wouldn't we be feeding it what we want? Why wouldn't we be using that neuroscience part and using our brain to actually create what we want? So because the easiest way to explain it, and I'm sure everyone's heard this example before, you decide you want to buy a particular type of car. And once you make that decision and you go and have a look at the car in the car yard and you start looking online, you find that when you're actually driving around in the streets, there's, that car seems to be turning up everywhere. It's like it's all over right. the place. All of a sudden, everyone's buying that car. But is that what That you happening? never
0: noticed before. Exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> everyone's not suddenly buying the car. You didn't notice it before. It was always there, but you were filtering it out. And now that's so important to you, you can see it. So in your life, when you feed to your subconscious mind that what is really important is abundance a beautiful house you focus on the house you imagine all the different parts of the house you imagine yourself walking through the house you imagine yourself looking out the window of the house what do you see how do you feel you imagine yourself sitting yeah. in a lounge in a house like you get into that feeling you really tell your subconscious this is important then what happens is when you go out into the world your brain will then filter in it will allow in the things that happen in your world that allow you to then meet the people attract the opportunities make the connections so that your life can change to allow you to get the money to get that house so it really comes down to we have the ability to program our mind in every moment and what you're focusing on is what tells your subconscious mind this is important open the reticular activating system let me see all those things as i walk walk around in my world so we have the ability yeah. to do that that's
0: great i love it i'm such a firm believer in that so i think it's incredible that you are talking about it most people here aren't talking about that for the record just <laughs> so we're on the same page okay so it's kind of what it is so you talk a lot about money blocks how do you see them and how do people break through them
1: Money blocks are kind of things that have occurred because when we're little, we're like a sponge. We just take everything in. And unfortunately, we kind of continue to do that throughout our lives. The media is massive for trying to make us think a certain way, you know, and buy certain things and do certain actions. And we just allow that to happen. Again, it's really the reticular activating system at work. So what happens is when you have a money block, you want to make more money. You want to create abundance. You want to live a life of freedom. You want to have choices. But the block just gets in your way. The block stops you. And the block is often something energetically because I talked before about us all being energy. Well, what can happen yeah. with a money block is something happens in your life. Maybe you said something to a parent when you were young, you know, you are at the checkout, mom, buy me this little car, or mom, buy me that little doll. And, you know, no. And you take that, and it could be something as simple as that, but it depends how you took it emotionally. And if that no was really mean and you took it as you weren't worthy of having something, you can in that moment just create this block in your energy system which 20, 30, 40 years later, you are wanting something but you feel like, no, you don't deserve it. And so you find a way to stop yourself from attracting that into your life you find yourself to a way to self-sabotage what you have because think about it you hear all the time about people who go out and win the lottery and got a few million yeah. dollars and one two three years later they're not only back to where they were but they're worse off why is that because they didn't change who they were as a person they obviously right. had blocks to start with that's why they had no money then they won all this money They're still the same person and so because they haven't changed who they are, they found a way to get rid of all that money. So you don't want to do that. That's why it's so important. You can be working super, super hard in your business. You can be doing all the right things, taking all the right actions. But unless you're working on your mindset, which is also working on your blocks, then you're not going to get the same results that you really want. It's either going to be a lot harder to create the results or... When you do create the results, they won't be long-term. You'll find things will come yeah. in and they'll go out again. So mindset and working on your money block is so important.
0: Yeah, that's great. And I think what's funny is I was going to say in there, like I think when you're young like that and that happens, right, if you grow up and you don't have a lot of money or, you know, your parents tell you no or we can't afford that or whatever, you don't even really know the the seeds that you're planting inside mm-hmm. of your your family, right, your people, and those kind of grow throughout the years, like you said, and then they don't think that they're worthy of that. They don't believe they deserve that. You know, they don't they don't see honor in that.
1: And it's not even often at a, a conscious level. It's, it's usually just sure. at a very deep level. And you wonder why you can't get ahead, why it's not yeah. working out for you, why you always seem to, you know, come to a roadblock. It's because those right. subconscious blocks, yeah.
0: And they're, so, and they're buried deep, right? Like you said, and like, so, so I know we kind of covered that with the mindset. So what's the fastest way to break that? Is it just mindset? Is it just telling yourself that you're, you deserve this? You are good enough for this?
1: That is definitely part of it. But, you know, one of the things I like to teach my members inside my programs is there's different processes you can do to work on those blocks. So there's different processes right. to allow you to release the blocks. You don't have to figure out what the blocks are. A lot of people think, well, oh, I have no idea what they are. I don't know when it happened. You don't have to know them. That's the really cool thing. But you just have to yeah. learn processes to release them. And there's different ways to do that. There's so many different processes. One of the ones that I right. really love is tapping. Tapping is great for releasing blocks. You can Google tapping. You can. Um, there's so much out there. And basically, it's just working yeah. on the different energy meridians in your body. And it just allows you to release what's going on. And, again, you don't have to know if you learn tapping. The other thing is when it comes to tapping, you can get a tapping practitioner who will create a specific process for you. I found that so valuable for me Okay. because there's tapping, which is EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique, and there's tapping, which is TFT, which is Thought Field Therapy. And TFT was the original, and that is the most powerful because it's a sequence made specifically for you, which I love. And then there's EFT, right. which is just general and everyone can use the same thing. But yeah, tapping is a great right. process. There's so many different processes which sound very woo-woo, sound very out there, sound like, oh, yeah, what's are sure. going to do? But they work. Yeah. Like, you know, writing a letter to yourself about forgiving yourself, forgiving others, Burning that letter. There's just so many different things you can do, but it really is about finding ways to release those blocks inside your mind and also the energetic blocks inside your body.
0: I think it's so good. You know, I, I have daughters that are 16 years old, twin daughters. And so they keep me on my toes. But, you know, I think a lot about that because when I was growing up, my mom divorced very early when I was young, single parent. She worked full-time, did the best that she could, but the struggle was there, right? And you kind of see that, and it planted seeds inside of me, not in a bad way, but more as a motivator, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. I knew exactly where I wanted to go. Yeah. And so I knew exactly what I didn't want. I knew what ex- exactly I didn't want for her, you know? So it was kind of like the right man stepped into our lives, and then, like, everything was born out of that moment.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing. i I love what you said about it helped you to realize what you didn't want. And for too sure. many people, when they experience something that they don't want, they get stuck in the experience. Right. You know, they talk yeah. to others about it. They write about it. They blog about it. They put it on social media about it. They yeah. bring up their best friend about it. They moan to their husband about it. They Like they're just stuck in it. And I always say to people, when things are bad, Use that as a catalyst to figure out what you actually do want. Because you know, we live in a world where stuff happens. We got to accept. But we are the ones that get the choice as to well, will I focus on that and put all my energy on that and then create more of that? Or will I use that as a catalyst to go, okay, didn't like that. What's the opposite of that? What would I have loved to happen? How would I like to see things? And then we get to create that instead.
0: I love it so much because, you know, like I said, it is something I think about a lot. You know, I I just feel like so many things had to go in motion for that to happen. And there's only one way of that happening, right, is to manifest that and to believe that into existence. I'm just a firm believer in it. I don't know. People think I'm crazy sometimes because (laughs) I say that. But, you know, even my daughters, you know, it's like they don't understand the importance of speaking positivity in your life. Yeah. They don't understand, you know, like. We live a really nice life. That's great. I want you to live a better life, right? <laughs> Not yeah. just financially, but I, I want them to have it all. On every And level. so, you know, yeah. I, it's such a weird time that we live in where, you know, like you said, some people think of it as a, foo, a foo-foo thing, but the people who believe in it, it's working for them. So like, I don't know why they would see it as just like wild.
1: I know. And, and you know what? I know when I first discovered the law of attraction and that was around the same time I discovered life coaching and I trained to become a coach. And sure. I remember when I would tell people what I did. If I said I was a life coach, they thought I was a surf life-saving coach down the beach right. rescuing people. Right, And if I said oh. I was you know, into law of attraction, they thought I was into dating, like showing Relationship people how to, advice. Yeah, it was like people didn't get yeah. it. And that's, what, 23 years ago now. But now I think since there's so many more teachers, there's so much more information out there, obviously the secret, the the movie The Secret, really helped people to understand what was out there, what was available, what like it 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 reached people in a way that a book doesn't. So only so many people, you know, will read a book. But everyone loves to sit down and kind of watch a DVD. And so the secret really opened people's eyes up to what was the law of attraction and and it was real and we have the ability to focus on what we want and create it i think the missing piece of the secret was the fact that yes you definitely want to think about what you want you want to feel as if it's real but to right. really be good at manifesting you need to align body mind and spirit so it sure. has to be all about your thoughts your feelings and your actions, and. I think the action part is the part that a lot of people, they either don't know about the law of attraction and they're just out there taking action like a crazy person and like constantly, constantly (laughs) taking action. And yes, they'll get results. Or they know about the law of attraction and they're just sitting around meditating and omming and hoping their million dollars is going to fall into their lap. Whereas what I love to teach is you need to marry the two. You need to marry the metaphysical with the practical. You need to align body, mind, and spirit, and you need to take the actions. Yes, think about what you want. Feel as if it's already real, but take the actions every day toward that. And that's when you begin to become a really marvelous manifestor. because the faster you take action toward what you want, the faster the universe starts to draw what you want to you. So that's where I keep saying the magic happens.
0: Yeah, it's so good because I remember when I saw The Secret. Everyone thought it was crazy, right? (laughs) You know, this, you were kind of in the middle of that. Yeah. Uh, You know, everyone thought it was crazy. I was taking notes in the middle of this movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, just, I'm like, hold on, wait a second. And, you know, like, I had to go and get it again and like rewatch it and like make sure because I'm more of a processor that way. It's great to hear people talk about it, right? But like you said, if they're not going to read, you better find somebody who knows what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. That movie was engaging with people who were not only believable but you know doctors and people who are really in to that Massively and, and you successful
1: know it's people who yeah just totally wildly successful it. Yeah.
0: that's what's crazy wildly successful people and people still thought it was nuts mm. so i don't know I just, i'm just i'm here for all of that i'm just going to let you know
1: <laughs> and let me tell you a quick story about yeah. the secret because sure. you know i always say i still do this day say i'm not really a business person as such like i'm not a practical structured business person i'm just Me who just kind of comes up with ideas and runs with them. And I remember someone sent me a link to the trailer of The Secret. And I watched the trailer. It didn't talk about the law of attraction. didn't say anything. It just talked about the mind and focusing. And I thought, this has something to do with what I do. Because I'd already written my book, How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast. And it was all about money and manifesting. But I just knew that The Secret had something to do with what I did. So I thought, oh, I want to send them a present. So I got on their website. And I found an email and I sent an email to them and said, I think what you're doing is going to change the world. I haven't watched The Secret yet, but I think it's going to change the world. And I'd love yes. to send you a gift. And I got an email back from Rhonda Byrne, who's the producer of mm-hmm. The Secret, who said, sure. we get thousands of emails. I never get any. I have no idea how I got yours. But, yes, I'd love a present. So I sent her right. my book, How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast. I sent her my home study course which at the time was a home study course with a folder binder printed out yeah, pages a whole CDs, process the whole work right.
0: sure
1: <laughs> my millionaire yeah. mindset program so i sent her that right she sends me an email back and says did you watch the secret and then write this and i said haven't even seen the secret and you know because yeah. at the time in australia they weren't allowed to sell the secret until it aired on tv so there was this whole right you know, contractual thing so right. she sent me a um, sent me the dvd i had a secret party at my house we all came around we watched the secret it was like oh my gosh this is amazing anyway we had conversations different things happened and then i said to her why can't we buy it in australia so many people would benefit and she said well same thing you know until it airs on tv can't yeah. you? Know? and i said well can someone else sell to australia she said sure and i said well I happen to have a U.S. company from something that I'd done, network marketing something years before. I'd never used it. I said, I've got a a U.S. company. Could my U.S. company buy it and sell it in Australia? She said, sure. That idea alone from that sending the email to being told yes and then within probably four or five months made me $3 million.
0: Come on. Just so good.
1: from, and this is this is the thing that people miss. I felt inspired to take an action. Now a lot of people feel inspired to take an action, but what do they do? They don't take the action.
0: Don't do it. I felt yeah, inspired.
1: Right. I sent. All I did was send an email. There was no ulterior right. motive, no nothing that I was trying to get. I just sent the email, and from the email, yes. and then following through, and serendipity and synchronicity. Next thing I know, right. I made a few million dollars from from just an idea and taking action. So, you know, yeah. this is the missing piece, as I keep saying. you got to take action. Just take little actions. You don't necessarily know where yeah. the actions are taking you, but if you keep taking action, something will happen. You'll get led to the next step. You'll be shown the next way. It's really meant. And
0: I think the smallest steps, like you said, create a domino effect. I fir- firmly believe that, and I believe it just comes back, like you said. I mean, it, it's just, it's literally a bouncy ball for me. You know, it's like the, the actions, like you say. So... <laughs>
1: Yeah, people are waiting for, you know, they've probably heard about quantum leaping. Like quantum leaping is amazing big things happen. But I think people are sitting around waiting for the big idea and the big this and the big that. It's like, no, 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 quantum leaping and really transforming your life is about just those little steps every day, little steps every day, little steps every day. It's not about, you know, when you're wanting to lose weight going on what was that show that used to be on TV, Biggest Loser and then being stuck there and not eating and exercising for 50 hours a day. It's like, no, 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 no. It's about constantly every day just making little choices, the right choices in the right direction. It's the same with manifesting what you want. It's about constantly every day taking those little steps toward creating that amazing business that you want to be able to create the abundance that you want, to be able to live the lifestyle you want. It's just those little actions every single day.
0: Right. So good. I love the small bites because that's exactly what it takes to get there. So... So good. So let's jump to entrepreneurs. You deal with entrepreneurs all the time. I firmly believe that the ones that I work with, at least, are usually so busy in the business, they can't work on the business, obviously. I view that as a self-sabotage. Can you give me your input on how you get people out of their own way? that you work with when it comes to business.
1: And it's really challenging. You know, I've got to really sympathize with other business owners because when you are in business and particularly when you're starting out and when you don't have the cash flow and when you don't have, you know, the money behind you, you are doing all the doing. You're doing everything and you can get so immersed in the doing that the problem with Your creative mind, which allows you to come up with ideas, which allows you to connect with people that can support you, that allows you to connect with people that, you know, might fund your business or bring you a a brilliant idea or connect with you with someone that's going to make them, you know, allow you to sell a whole lot of stuff. It doesn't happen because you're so busy doing the doing. Your head's down. You're not noticing anything. So, yes, we've got to do the doing. That goes without saying in a business. But spend some time every day understanding that when you step away from the business, five or ten minutes, not long, but step away from the business and instead of doing the doing, just spend some time imagining the business as being the ideal business and imagine how your life would be with that ideal business you don't have to be thinking about what you're doing in the business you don't have to be thinking about how you make the money you don't have to think about how you get their clients that's not what that moment is for it's about thinking about your life as being ideal as you know living in the house that you want doing the things that make your heart sing having the freedom and the choices to do whatever you desire spend five to ten minutes every day doing that maybe before you start work maybe lunchtime could be the evening it doesn't matter when but spend some time in that space right and then you will find the time that you're doing the doing is more likely to be more productive you're more likely to because of the reticular activating system you're more likely to notice opportunities and circumstances and situations that help you advance in your business, help you create the abundance you desire. So it really comes down to every day, just like every day you have a shower, you brush your teeth every day. You've got to focus on what it is you want to create in your life. And that's how you attract it.
0: I love it. Let's talk about your book. Yes. How to be wildly wealthy fast talk about how that process happened cuz like you said it you had already done that prior to even the secret kind of scenario coming out when it really became more of a public thing can you talk about the impact it's had on so many different people cuz i know the following is massive it is a bestseller what does that how does that hit you how does that impact you and how has it impacted others
1: yeah so my book so how that came about funnily enough was i started teaching tele-seminar so it was just over the phone. This is even before webinars, so there's no picture. Sure. It's just me talking, and it was a four week series called "Oh gosh, Millionaire Mindset: How to Transform Your Financial Future" and blah blah. It was this really big, long, yeah. convoluted title, and yeah. so over four weeks, I just taught different tips and ideas, and then you know I started teaching it over five weeks, and then it became six weeks, and then eight weeks and then, weeks, and then ten weeks, and twelve weeks, and by twelve weeks, I'm thinking. I can't keep expanding the program because as I expand the program the price expands and I really want to reach a yeah. lot of people. So I took all my notes, turned it into a book, got an editor to make it all nice. Right. And then put it out there and it it did. It became an instant bestseller. People just loved it because I combined the mindset with the practical. Yeah. So it really appealed to both sets of people. There's not a lot of practical because I'm all about like mindset is 90% of everything you need. So, but I combined yeah. the, the mindset with the practical. And for me personally, transformed my life, transformed my business. Anyone that's thinking yeah. of writing a book, honestly, you've got to do it. You've got no if right. you know how to write it in the right way, which is what I love to teach people as well. Sure. You will use it as it's kind of a big business card. It's just a big business card that continually attracts people back to your business, back to your website, back to you. So from that side of it, transform my life. But also what I love more than anything, oh, my gosh, is the stories and the emails and the messages I get from the people that it's transformed their life. And honestly, if I took all those stories and put them end to end, people would read them and think that can't be real because people are really creating money miracles like it just happens over and over and your brain can't process how it works I remember one girl emailed me and said I had a 90 it was 97,530 dollar line of credit on a house she owed all this money right and she said she got a letter from the lender saying your debt has been released and she was like her brain couldn't compute what was going on because she hadn't asked for
0: it, it was <laughs> nothing.
1: like right. all of a sudden she just got this letter and she'd only been in the program probably about three or four months and she she went to a friend who was in the same industry in the sort of mortgage industry and said you know I got this letter what do you think she said oh I've never heard of anyone doing that I, I, I don't think that's real She ended up going to the county courthouse to find out that they actually had released the debt. So your brain as a logical person would think, well, how could that happen? Why would that happen? Like, what's the story? But when you understand that when you really put yourself in that place, mentally, emotionally, physically, body, mind and spirit, when you're thinking, when you're taking action, when you're feeling, the universe can create miracles beyond anything we can imagine beyond anything and it can release debt it can bring money into your life it can bring opportunities like we get the logical mind involved and we start doubting what can happen whereas the universe is the universe the universe is like amazing and if we tap into that energy tap into and allow ourselves to be open to money miracles to be open to creating this amazingly successful business that allows us to live the life of our dreams, it absolutely can happen in ways that will just blow your mind.
0: That's awesome. I love it. So that kind of goes into my next question, but I think you may have just hit on it. How do people create a space for prosperity?
1: Okay. So creating a space, again, it's on all levels. Now, everyone knows about decluttering. Decluttering is great. Yeah. But I like to teach decluttering on the three levels, again, body, mind, and spirit. So... Yeah. When I talk about body, that's the physical decluttering. It's about getting rid of the stuff. We have been so indoctrined into thinking that we need lots of stuff. And let me tell you, when I was on welfare, I wanted stuff. And when I became a millionaire, I started buying stuff.
0: (laughs) Right. But then I
1: got beyond that and it's like, okay, let's get rid of stuff because really our life and our experiences and what we do. Once you have all the stuff that you need, it's how you live your life and how you make a difference and how you impact others right. and how you interact with others is, is what becomes more important. But don't get me wrong. If you're in that place where you want stuff, get the stuff because the stuff is good. Right. But at some point, you have to declutter. So when I say declutter, it's not necessarily getting rid of all the stuff, but we have drawers full of things that we don't need. We have cupboards full of things that we don't need. We have paperwork. We have yeah. old magazines. We have like everything. So first right. of all, declutter on a physical level. But then you also de- got to declutter on a mindset level and then a spiritual level. Yeah. And, you know, there's so many different things, again, processes and exercises. We've got a whole module all about decluttering on body, mind, and spirit. Actually, I think it goes over two modules. There's so much stuff. But it's all about decluttering, getting rid of thoughts that don't serve you, um, forgiving people, all the different things it can do. Someone once said that forgiveness that when you don't forgive, basically, that then impacts your level of debt. So when you have debt, it's because there's a whole of things in your life that you haven't forgiven, you're holding onto it. And so you're creating debt. So there's a whole thing that I go into. But anyway, it's about decluttering body, mind and spirit, letting go of everything that doesn't serve you, forgiving people, getting rid of stuff, and just being in that space where you are open and most people initially just do the decluttering of the space like they get rid of their stuff they get rid of clutter they get rid of old stuff things that are broken things that don't work and that alone can create miracles that alone allows you because think about it for something to flow in there's got to be space for it okay right when you start to even if it's just decluttering on a physical level you're creating space and the universe abhors a vacuum it Has to fill it. And so when you create the space and at the same time, you're thinking about, focusing on, talking about, putting your energy on what it is you do want in your life, then you can attract it. But what happens sometimes is people create the space, but then they go on thinking the crappy old thoughts that they have and then they just fill that space with things that they don't want. So it really is about creating the space but at the same time focusing on what it is you truly desire and you'll be amazed at yeah. how things can float into your life.
0: I'm such a firm believer that, I mean, on the forgiveness piece, the forgiveness is only for you. It's not for them, yeah. right? You know, I mean, you're, you are purging that out of your system, knowing that you left it how you wanted to leave it. And I think, you know, once it's done, it's done. But most people function in having it, and they they roll it internally, right? And forgiveness is a big thing, you know. Like every, it it it's so necessary, and so people people are people are scared of forgiving people. They don't want to be vulnerable. They don't want to do whatever. I talk about this with young people a lot too, because you know, young people, you know, in, in this day and age, are so apt to all of the insecurities and the anxieties and the pressures and dealing with parents and as a parent of 16 year olds, it's hard. And, and I know it's hard for them, but I have that grace because I deal with other 16 year olds on the regular. But I, I just think the forgiveness thing is so good when you said that, because I think it really holds people back from winning.
1: I, I totally agree because I think people think that when they forgive, that they've absolved the other person and you know yeah. what they did didn't matter. That's not what forgiveness right. is about forgiveness is really kind of cutting the cord between you and that person and allowing whatever happened not to affect you not to drag you down not to poison you and stop you from creating the life of your dreams because when you don't forgive someone that's really what you're doing you're not poisoning them in any way by thinking those thoughts and and remembering it all you're poisoning yourself so yeah forgiveness is massive
0: yeah it's, it's such an anchor inside of you. And also at the same time, you know, it's, it's poison, yeah. you know, like it, it, it just really is. It's weird. I don't know. I, maybe I just need to do a whole show on forgiveness. It's weird, <laughs> but instead, instead of business. But I wanted to talk about inspiration because we're all inspired by certain things or certain people. Where do you find your inspiration in all that you do?
1: Yeah. So when I first started down this journey, what really inspired me was people who kind of do what I do in that they combined a bit of mindset with practical. And one of the people that really inspired me was Mark Victor Hansen. So he's the chicken soup for the soul guy. And so I loved – so even though I live in Australia, whenever he held a seminar, I would hop on a plane on a Friday morning. I would gain a day going over. And so I would arrive Friday morning. I would register for the event, stay Friday night. So all day Saturday, all day Sunday, the event would finish Sunday afternoon. I'd hop on a plane and fly back to Australia. Right. I love and even to this day, I love attending live events. I think there's so much inspiration when you're immersed, like you're cut off from everything yeah. else. And I know these days there's more virtual events. Sure. I think people can get very, you know, sneaky and put their finger over the thing and you know go off and do something else. And and it's like, no, 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 no. If you really want to, if you really want to be inspired, you need to cut yourself off from your life as it is. And for me, a lot of that is reading. I love to just wander out to my Bali heart that I have beside, I've got a beautiful pool, I've got a big Buddha waterfall. And I sit out there. I, know, I, mean, I saw
0: you but, on Instagram stories, Instagram stories the other day, you were feeling it. I was like, wow, check this out, <laughs> yeah. you know, ice baths. And I know I know. Said, I know that's okay. what I'm doing
1: straight after yeah. this. My ice bath is ready I'm, to go. I'm
0: jealous. <laughs> yeah, so, so good.
1: Yeah, I know. And that, but that's for me, that is hearing of other stories, reading what other people have done. And the thing that I tell people, too, so. Quite often, and particularly with social media, you'll see a lot of great stuff happening, people experiencing amazing things, successes happening, winning yes. this, going there. And a lot of people actually, rather than use that as inspiration, they use that as a reason to be down on themselves and to, right. like, why am I where I am? How come they've got that and I don't and what's wrong? And they just use it in a negative way. Right. I always say to people, and this is one of the things that we do, on all the live calls that I have for my members in the different programs I have, the first thing we always start off with is sharing successes. Why? Because I teach my people that when you hear a success, you have to not only hear it and hear it from a positive slant, but you have to actually, A, be grateful that you've heard it because that means you are kind of in that vibration of being able to hear it, you're in that energy. You have to feel happy for the person because being happy and focusing on being happy allows you to attract more things that make you happy into your life. And you have to imagine exactly. that it's yeah. you that created success. So even if that thing that they did, maybe it's a holiday or a car or a house or having a baby, whatever it is, if it's not the thing that you actually want, just focusing on it and feeling the feelings that they would feel because you know that they're so happy, you know that they're so grateful, right. you know connecting to those feelings. But just by feeling the feelings that they would feeling around that thing that they've created, manifested, attracted, experienced, right? by you feeling those feelings, that then allows you to become more magnetic to all the things in the world that are going to make you feel those feelings. So you are more likely to create and attract and manifest what you desire. So other people's successes can be the biggest inspiration for you if you use it in a positive way.
0: Right. And I think that the world will be an incredibly better place if people cheered people when they won instead of wanting what they have.
1: Yes, totally, totally. I don't
0: know. Just... Just for what it's worth. Yeah, I think my totally soapbox agree. moment totally of the agree. episode.
1: Yeah. I think I think social media can be used in a really positive way if people let it. Yeah. Too often, you know, they kind of don't. So but if we're the people that want to use it in a positive way, because by using it in a positive way and cheering people on, as you say, yeah, that then allows us to create more success in our life. If people really understood how that worked, they would do it more. Absolutely.
0: I'm saying, and and people don't get that, so I I totally understand what you're saying there. So let's talk about your podcast, wildly wealthy women. How has the podcast impacted you? And let's talk about how it's impacted your audience.
1: So my podcast, I love my podcast. I don't do it enough. I'm very uh, this is my entire life. I'm very haphazard. I just do in the moment right. what I feel like doing. And then I also sure. had a I had a whole year where I was a carer for my dad, and that kind of took me completely out of the creative space so I didn't do any but I love my podcast it's all things money mindset and manifesting and I just love sharing all my secrets and I think when I do that it impacts people in a way because I not only share the good stuff I share the journey I share all the stuff that didn't work what I did beforehand steps that I took and then people realize well she may be yeah. a millionaire. She may have won all these awards, written a best-selling book. She's done all this stuff. But she's just an everyday, normal person, person. Yeah. who went through all yeah. her crap but didn't give right. up. And that really, sure. I think, really inspires people to keep going. I think that really allows people to see that it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter what your background, it doesn't matter your financial situation because, as I said before, I dropped out of high school. I didn't even finish high school. I had no connections whatsoever. I had no money behind me. My family didn't have any money behind us. I had no great skills, like nothing. Right. But I discovered the law of attraction. I discovered neuroscience. I discovered the quantum field. I just, and I embraced it all and I've used it all. And even though now today I still say I'm not really a business person, but I have a business that makes me lots of money that I love, it's because I use all those amazing um, woo woo principles. To create yeah. my success. So, you know, I figure if I yeah. can do it, anyone can do it.
0: I love it. So kind of parlaying on to that, what you just said, you know, every episode, I always ask my guests about their definition on the return on investment of failure. Fascinated by it. I ask everyone about it. How has failing in your journey helped you?
1: Oh, gosh. Failing is, it's like anything. You think that everyone's path to success is so easy. They take steps. They create this success. Yeah. It's so amazing. But failing for me has actually probably been the biggest success for me because every failure that I've had and every mistake that I've made has become part of my story and part of what I yeah. share. And because I'm able to share all those mistakes and share what I did to turn it around, that is in the other side created in a really, an amazing business because people don't want really right. to just hear about this person went out there and created that success and because in their mind they're thinking, well, I tried and it didn't work. So that's not me. I don't <laughs> resonate. Right. Whereas people here yeah. are my, like my backstory. And, and even now, like it's not like my life is perfect. I still make mistakes. Sure. And so I still like to share You know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And people realize, right. oh my gosh, she can do it. I can do it. And so all those mistakes have actually allowed me to not only figure out what does work, but share what yeah. does work. Show what didn't work. Share what does work. And then that creates the success in my life.
0: So good. I'm, I'm fascinated. I love it. I know a little bit of your story. I love getting to know more about it in our, in our conversation today. It's been great. So I know you have a gift for our listeners if they're ready to break through their blocks and start manifesting more money. Where can they find that at?
1: Sure. So I put together a little bundle, some affirmations, a guided visualization, some things that are going to allow you to just start going down that path of rewiring your sure. mind. And they can just go to Wildly Wealthy Fast. So my actual website is wildlywealthy.com, but there's mm-hmm. a special URL, Wildly Wealthy Fast, where you can get that special bundle.
0: Okay, great. I will we'll have links for all of that in the bio for sure. Okay. So finally, where can people find you online? I know you just mentioned the website. Where else can people find you online?
1: Currently they can find me over on Instagram, Sandy L Forster, Facebook, her, I've been hacked. I haven't had access to my account okay. since September, so no no use trying <laughs> okay. to buy me there at the moment. So best place is That's my big. website and, and I'm not really big on social media, believe it or not. I don't really post a lot of stuff. I'm not, you know, I'm really lucky yeah. in that I use my principles that I teach, all the the woo-woo, and I don't spend any money on advertising, spend no money on social media, spend no money on anything. I just attract people to me, and attract people to my business. So yeah, I am on social right. media, but not hugely.
0: Right. Well, that's so good. Well, hey, I appreciate you taking the time today. I truly value this conversation and our experience in this relationship. I hope it grows for sure. And I'm just so thankful for you taking the time this early in your day.
1: Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. And I really, I really can't wait to hear some of the successes of the people that are listening and, and what they've been able to do in their life.
0: Absolutely. And I will definitely put them in touch with you for that, for sure. So thank you all for listening to today's episode of The Journey of Business. I hope you have an incredible rest of the day. If you're enjoying The Journey of Business, please follow us over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Again, have the best rest of your day. I'll see you next week with another episode of The Journey of Business. To continue your journey of business, subscribe to the show wherever you find podcasts or at YouTube And for more information on consulting inquiries, go to www.tradelinksales.com.